Hey, welcome to Warriors, Birds, and Brews. I'm Chloe. I'm Sarah. This took way too much effort to fucking do an intro. Uh, welcome to uh, Season 3, Episode 4, The Deliverer. That's very hard for me to say. Deliverer. Yes. Deliverer. Listen, I can't say cinnamon, 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 spice that's on rolls. I can't say it. So, yeah. Anyway. Um... So we're very excited for this episode, and we'll get into it very quickly. However, um, if you have not been following our social media, and you've not seen my hysterical breakdown on social media about the Xena convention happening next year. The 25th anniversary Xena convention happening in Los Angeles in 2020. I feel very old that it's 25th anniversary. Yes. However, anyway, we are going. Um, Podcat is not going, despite that commentary. No. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we bought the photo op tickets. We're going to meet Zena. Like, we're going to meet Zena Gabrielle. I mean, knock on one, provided she doesn't have other commitments, but... I feel um, like for Zena Convention 25, like the 25th anniversary, she's going to be there. Like, I, feel, I think this is like a big enough thing they're going to be there. I really hope so. Um, so, yeah, we bought the photo op tickets, so, uh, but not... One of the, us may have cried. Yeah. Chloe. It was actually you. Nope. I, I think I was too in shock to cry. Um, but I haven't actually bought the admission tickets yet. Because Cause they're like $900? 600 So 600. we're waiting to see... Canadian, so... Yeah, pretty much, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the charge I got on my card for the photo op tickets, yep. which was... Oh. I'm not going to get into that, but it was oh. very expensive but worth it. Um, yeah. um. <laughs> so there's there's it's so it's uh creation entertainment is doing this thing uh it's 2020 the last weekend in august at the los angeles or lax hyatt regency i think um and there's tiered pricing for ticket packages we would have loved to have done the very fancy very expensive like vip one but um I'm we're poor <laughs> so we can't we still might i don't know We'll see. How much uh, does a kidney go for on the black market? If you know that, just DM me without any sort of, like, d- identifying paper trail, and I'll make it happen. <laughs> the thing is, I think the gold ticket people get to watch a panel that nobody else does, so I really want to go out of the panel. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We have Whatever we end up doing, we will 100% take photos for the social media as much as we can. Oh, Yeah. This will be a very well-documented uh, yeah. trip. <laughs> so anybody who ends up going, like if you happen to see uh, two very excitable Canadians with very vibrant hair who are probably crying a lot, it's it's going to be us. Yeah. 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 I must be living in my podcast logo t-shirt for the entire three days. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, we both will be. And um, if we meet Lucy Lawless, we will also tell her about the podcast. Um, Should she, we? Um, <laughs> the thirsting hour is a thing. Does she need to know? Does she uh, need to hear about you? Also, will she care? Probably not. <laughs> I think she would be. Uh, I think she would be delighted, but probably wouldn't listen. So. Probably not. <laughs> Which These is lovely how... lesbians from Canada like screech about me for an hour a week. It's great. What is this accent? I don't know. This is my this is my my affected voice. I don't. <laughs> this is my, this is my uh, Moira Rose voice. <laughs> I think so. It's definitely not a Lucy Lawless no, voice. No, no. I'm not even fucking trying to do Kiwi accent. Have you met me? I can't do accents. We've discussed this numerous times. <laughs> it just was even worse this time. I don't Shut know. up! Nobody asked you. I have a very long week. <laughs> Anyway, Xenicon uh, 2020, uh, hopefully we see some of you there, because it's going to be a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So leaving that very fun bit of news, we're going to go talk about The Deliverer, which is like a really happy, uplifting episode. Oh yeah, it's just a, it's just a jolly romp. Yeah, um, I mean, my my besides everything else, my big issue is they don't say Boudicca's name properly, and it shits me the entire fucking time. Bodicea. I take a drink every time I snarl when they say her name And wrong. I mean, like, fuck, Lucy Lawless did an entire episode of Warrior Women about Boudicca. About Boudicca. Yeah, Boudicca. Or Boudicca, depending on where you're from. But that was after Xena. If it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Uh, side note, go watch that show. That show was amazing. It's Grace O'Malley and Boudicca and Joan of Arc and what is the cat doing? Shame's get out of there. Uh, <laughs> Podcat has been asleep all day. He might be bitchatty. Um, yeah, so if you haven't seen that show, it was on Netflix. It may not be on Netflix now. Um, but we definitely recommend it. Not just for Lucy, but just for the cool historical factor of, um, cool warrior women with swords. I mean, Lucy is really great in it, and she's in armor and having woad spread on her face and other delightful things. I like how your brain is as short-circuiting as you say things. Like, you can, you can hear that your brain is not firing. It's fantastic. Well, no, but, like, I, my point is I would have watched this show anyway just for the the historical facts about yeah. the awesome ladies, but it makes it even better that Lucy Lawless is the host. Yeah. So. And, I mean, like, our friend has a song... Is it is Grace O'Malley a cover song or is it an actual? I can't remember. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, our, our friend's band does a song called Grace O'Malley, and she was a really cool Irish pirate. So, um, anyway, so uh, f- for me, the deliverer. I'm annoyed about the whole Boudicca thing, but I feel like this is kind of where the the season, if not the whole show, takes a bit of a tonal shift. Mm-hmm. And it goes from just like wacky slapstick, like we don't really know where we're going. We just kind of have like minor arcs into something that's going to really, you know, have character development and, and make the characters suffer, but grow through the suffering. And it's not like that kind of stuff didn't happen earlier in the series, but this is really this is really heavy stuff that they get into. I mean, yeah, it's man, it, it's it's the start of the whole. Uh, as the fans call it, the rift. The rift, yeah. Between Xena and Gabrielle, and it like basically involves like severe relationship drama and infanticide, amongst other things. Like, it's but also like intense. But ton of lying about the infanticide because it didn't actually happen. Yeah, and then, well, I guess how I guess this leads into the green dragon thing, and that's a whole other bit of child killing, but didn't actually happen. So, well, he wasn't really a child. He was more of like a ten-year-old. No, no, no. It was he's older. Well, when she she, kills was, him. she should have killed him when he was a child, but you know, because he was evil. But anyway, yeah, we'll get into that again. We'll get into that one later. <laughs> but anyway, it's like probably the most dramatic uh, time for Xena and Gabrielle, and they have so much. I mean, there's so much that goes on, but they they come out of it even stronger. So that really speaks to Xena and Gabrielle's relationship for the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if they can come out of this, they can come out of anything. Yeah. And what I I've, I've honestly like I, I <laughs> I'm not blind to the fact that Xena is very campy and very cheesy. Um, but I will hold it up as actual good writing in terms of character growth and development, and I will hold this up as some of the finest. Um, I don't know. I guess like couple strife, like ship strife. You could you could look at because you know 
canon or not at this point. Like, they were still, they were very much in love. And the writers made them go through an ass ton of suffering. Um, but they came out of it stronger and better at the end of it. And I feel like that some writers, I'm not going to name names, but one lives in Vancouver and wrote for a web series, <laughs> um, needed to watch things like this and say, look, this is this is a good thing to do. You make them suffer, but not needlessly. And this is where I, I take a lot of issue with a lot of queer media, where they make the characters suffer needlessly. Not even getting into the trope. <laughs> like, not even going to touch that one. But just making yeah. characters suffer needlessly just for the sake of drama or just because you want to. Like, that's not... Especially when you're a straight writer. Don't fucking do that. But this actually propels them as characters. It yeah. propels their relationship. Like, it's not just for the sake of drama. It's not for drama. And it's not for shock value. It is definitely for story development and character development. And I say story development because this is kind of, And you mentioned this earlier. This is kind of when we see Gabrielle start to make that shift towards that search for something. Like, she, like you said, she always believes in Xena. She always believes in Xena, and she always wants to... Be- it seems like, to me, like, her- she gets involved in so many weird cults uh, in the course of <laughs> yeah. the series. Like, Take a drink every time Gabrielle finds a new god. <laughs> truly. I mean, we talked about this being a meme once, because it's so it's yeah, so pervasive in the series. And I I mean, I, I feel like she just really always wants to believe in something and it's she always believes in something because she always believes in Xena but she always wants to believe in more she always wants to believe that everybody has a good core she always wants to believe that things can be made better and so you know the second that these people go oh there's this one god and he's gonna bring really great things to the earth she she just goes for it full throttle and um I don't know. Maybe part of that is because <laughs> the Greek gods have been a <laughs> kind of shit. They're kind of shitty. They're kind of. But I the mean, thing is, like, they're they're shitty and they're, they meddle, but they're not bad well, inherently. They're well, not evil. Ares. Ares. Well, he's not evil. He's just an asshole. Well, but I mean, <laughs> this is just coming off of the whole thing with Xena and the Furies and Ares and all that business too. So she's probably a little bit disillusioned. Probably, yeah. But yeah, I really do think it speaks to a lot a lot to her character. And she gets in so much trouble because she is so good and she wants to believe in all this good in other people and uh, Do you think maybe it's because she sees all the good in Xena and she wants to think that there are other things and deities and people in the world that are as good? I think so. I think I think goodness is still really her driving force here and that mm-hmm. um, changes a little bit or, or, um, through the course of the series, but not entirely. Um, she has her little, you know, freak out when in the eyes of March when Xena is threatened and she murders a whole bunch of people. Um, and then there's our surrounding that, the sort of way of love story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, so she always kind of tries to balance the goodness that she wants for herself and what she sees in the world with her eventual warrior instincts, which she does gain. Um, I mean, you can look at her arc as, um, a super less violent arc, but, you know, not necessarily... You can look at this as her growth is similar to Xena, where she becomes a warrior, but a warrior for good, without all of the evil and the atrocities that Xena committed. 
Um, she's looking at it like, I need to believe in something better than myself and something better than what I'm seeing. So I'm going to take that belief and turn it inwards and try to go do the right thing all the time as much as I can. I mean, and all that is also tied to her relationship with Zena as mm-hmm. well, because again, Zena is trying to do the right thing. She wants to yeah. follow. She wants to follow in Zena's footsteps. She wants to support her. She wants all this. So, yeah, I think if if the show had carried on after the finale, which we will not discuss in detail right now, because that's a whole other. That's gonna be like a, like a week long podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have a poster from the finale proudly displayed on our wall. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think, yeah, I think if this series had continued as just, like, The Adventures of Gabrielle, we would have seen a lot of parallels to um, the early episodes of Xena in her actions. Like, we would have seen a lot of conflict of, like, well, what do I do? What's the best course of action? Mm -hmm. And, yes, also, uh, I went to the Vancouver Fan Expo last weekend because I won a VIP pass. Um, and I definitely 100% bought a Xena poster and a Xena action figure. And I was so happy that I literally, like, sort of dramatically fell down on our carpet and giggled happily. You were literally rolling around laughing at it. So. I was so happy. <laughs> so, we got did, pictures of that. We didn't have any Xena paraphernalia in our house. How ridiculous is that? I know, because I, I lost my poster in the... That's what I was. I lost my poster in the move. It's when abs- I moved from... Calgary to Halifax. I was so annoyed. It's absurd. I know, but now we have it, so it's all good. I know, so I'm I'm just so happy. It's right in the middle of our living room. We can see it in our direct line of eyesight from the couch. Yes, and I said that as a half joke, when we actually get the photo off with Lucy and Renee, we're going to move our wedding photo. I mean, we probably will, though. <laughs> but I said a half joke, meaning like, we're going to move the wedding photo right yeah. put the picture of us with Lucy and Renee instead. Right next to the Zeta poster. Right beside the Zeta poster and the executive lesbian poster. Priorities. Priorities. In case anybody was unsure as to whether we are homosexual. Right, homosexual. This is a homosexual. <laughs> uh, anyway, so do you have anything else you want to you wanna touch on? Or should we just get into the, uh, the thing? We will start the episode. Alrighty. I remember watching this uh, as a kid and just being, like, really impressed with, like, how, like, how the, the shift happened and how the tone changed. And I was, I think this was actually, for me, the, the time I became, like, a, like a full-on legit fan. Like, this is awesome. Yeah, I, I don't think when I was a kid I actually saw the entire series all the way through. This is kind of what I remember most distinctly. Same. We have to talk about I love this little, like, vampire-looking waif with her Drusilla hair. Discord. <laughs> I love Aries like very leather daddy sculpted beard. Look at that! Look at the precision. I know. Also, this this getup of the the what is this? It's like chainmail leather. I don't know what this is. There's there's a lot of fetish going it's so on here. It's so creepy how he's talking about the innocence of youth and he's kind of being all sultry voiced with her, like yuck. Isn't that just his voice though? <laughs> Isn't that just how Kevin sounds? Like, he's just like, man. Yeah, because he's always being pervy on this. I know. I am so distracted by his arms, because they are huge. Look at Massive. that. Massive. They're like footballs. So when I was watching this, I was like, oh, the one god. I'm like, oh, god, Christians. Oh, god, Catholics. Bleh. Uh, different god. <laughs> you know, both. Caught on very quickly, different god. Both religions problematic, but still not great. 
people to do something about it. I love that line. I had the resources and the people to do something about it. Like he's a fucking CEO. Yes, his minions. If I didn't know better, I would think you were talking about us. I, I, I will concede that it's a little creepy. Yeah, gross. I know full well what could happen. Everything we know. Everything so it's it's interesting that um, it starts off with this question of the one god, and for someone who is as dickish and smarmy as Ares, showing fear, not necessarily showing fear, but being a bit like, this is nothing to fuck around with, like there was a problem, like that indicates how shitty this new god is. Did her shirt get smaller? <laughs> yes, it did. It totally small. did. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, this is when Renee shirt got smaller. <laughs> it's still the green shirt, but it's smaller. Yeah. Not that I'm complaining. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all, Matt. This is my thirsting hour. <laughs> Are you gonna cry when you meet Renee? Listen, I don't talk about that right now. <laughs> like how she just punches her in the boob to get her to stay. That's back. always the thing. It's all they always go for the boobs. <laughs> It's I mean, really it, pronounced this time, though. Yeah, but it's also, like, the quickest way to get someone's to nail them in the nipples. That's <laughs> true. How do I wake up the quickest when the cat jumps square at my nipples? <laughs> that is how I'm awake at four in the morning. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, there's claws in my nips. <laughs> so yeah, Boudicca in history tried to hold back the Romans, basically. Yeah, she was uh, a Welsh... Welsh? Celtic, Celtic. Celtic queen. Yeah, and she's still doing this in Xena, so that's a little bit of... She's still doing Xena, what? <laughs> it's a little bit of historical accuracy, but you yeah. know, not entirely. Because it's Xena. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that they, they drew so heavily on Greek myth, um, you know, for the time, that you, you, had, you, had, you couldn't have a Greek hero without having the gods, that's fine. But I love that they actually brought in Celtic myth and lore as well. Boudicca was real, but like, yeah. the, the myth surrounding her is pretty cool. Um, so I, I do appreciate that they brought that in, and they and they had that some level of accuracy with the, the Romans and the Celts and, and that whole that whole bloodbath. <laughs> so what is it with the Romans and the crucifixion? Like, is this like their kink? <laughs> is this why there were so many fucking like Catholic kink knights that I see floating around? Like, this is a thing. Like, people are into like crosses and bondage. Are there Catholic kink knights? There's. I, I, I saw some in Calgary at the Leather Bar. It was a thing. Bodicea. Bodicea. Gabriel's like, of course, never mind. You're famous. Stop saying Bodicea. Stop saying. How many mercenaries have we found? Two hundred have already set off for Britannia. I paid these three. So what we can, what we can find. <laughs> the cat is just completely passed out on Chloe right now, and he's like hugging her. Um, What's your name? I think you can take away from this is that like the Romans kind of like did a lot of good in terms of building society, but the they fucked it up a lot too. Also, England is just colonizing from the get go. <laughs> So basically, in this episode, they don't really understand what's happening yet because they meet Craftstar and he's like all into the temple of the one god, the cult, and the badness at the end. And you know, they're like, I'm gonna go, Zena and Gabrielle are like, I'm gonna go with you and uh, pair up with you and Boudicca. Uh, 
so that, you know, we can defeat Caesar. So her, she's just really fixated on defeating Caesar. Like, she doesn't... She had a feud with uh, Boudicca in the past, too, so... Yeah. I mean, that could you could also look at that as, like, a lover's quarrel, I'm sure. <laughs> well, she yes. stole her army, so that's kind of rude. I mean, yeah, don't do that. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't there some kind of warrior code? Like, I don't know, don't stab somebody in the back, don't steal your army? I mean, this was in uh, Xena's uh, Dark Oh, never mind, there's there's no code. That's just... There's absolutely no code. No, there's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, as a kid, I was very excited to hear, you know, or see someone uh, portray Boudicca. That was great. Um... But, like, literally the entire thing, I was just like, oh, the one god, the one god. I was like, oh, this is 100% like Jesus. This is something different and it's evil. I will say the costuming, though, for this is is quite cool. Um, with the the early, <laughs> the early kilts <laughs> and the high socks and the boots. Like, that's very much like Scottish dress, which is cool. Those are some awesome boots. I would wear those boots. Did you have a pair of those, like, two years ago? Not like, quite. Those are lace-ups. I would take forever to put those on. I'm too disabled for that. Yeah, you are. That's fine. I'd help you, though. Yeah. Those are fucking seagulls. <laughs> I like how they, they had to kind of keep the seagulls in there. In the shot. It's like, well, we can't get rid of them. And we can't get rid of them post, because we can do much noise. <laughs> See, Gabrielle saying the gods I know are trouble enough. Yeah. She's resistant here, but she won't be for long, because she loves... Can she smell the smarm? Like, can she just smell that? Like... Also, the drama of him materializing, like, in the sword. <laughs> we all do, but, like, honestly, we do know he can't feel that truly. I like Lucy's face there, though. You like her face all the time. Yeah. I mean, she's, yeah, of course I she's still be. pissed. She almost insanity. killed her mom. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no real damage done. I think there's some family damage. <laughs> like, That'd be very traumatizing for mom. Why are you so fucking creepy? That's my question. The past was like last week, man. Shut up. (laughs) He sounds like a used car salesman. I can see you in this car today. (laughs) Vroom, vroom. (laughs) You. You know, Caesar and I talk now and then. Don't get jealous. I don't always answer. I, I find it interesting that he talks to Caesar. Like, I told him you should destroy, but he hasn't. I always thought that Caesar had the ego, uh, maybe it's not like Caligula ego, but they had the ego to be like, I don't Caesar need the God of War. I can just do my own shit. I don't know. He's pretty pompous, that's for oh, sure. Yeah. And he has, you know, Poppy. <laughs> I was going to say, Poppy is there, yeah. Lead your army to victory and make me proud. Stop talking like you she sound needs like you just uh, your validation. That's disgusting. Ew. Also, why do you sound like you're trying to literally get off on this? Like you sound like a pervert. It's Aries like, is the equivalent of like a, a heavy breathing phone call you would get before a call display was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the back of the boat. Oh, it's barfing. You alright? I mean, you're not even that far offshore. You're fine. It's not that rough. Settle down. I mean, okay. This you are a cult. I, you are a cult. I have family in a cult. That's a problem. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad. Real bad. Yeah, I could. That the, the cult is a whole podcast on its own. Um, 
friendship. But I mean, like, here's the thing: religion is, is, you know, everybody can argue it's a cult, but the cult my uncle's in is actually like a fucking legit cult. There's like documentaries and shit about it. Yeah, it's... and these guys are a fucking cult. Oh yeah. The rules and all the the um, shit they lay out. Well, that sounds like my uncle's shit. That sounds very similar to what things I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, I had an aunt who was sent to the cult because she was a problem child, and the cult sent her back because she was too much. <laughs> Just to give you a glimpse of my family. Uh, mine's not always better, but we won't get into that. Similar cult, different values. Mm. <laughs> Does anything have to be up? <laughs> Zina, I think you have mixed feelings about this. Zina, she can read you like a motherfucking scroll. Like, she knows. <laughs> Gabrielle's like, is this an ex situation? Do I need to be jealous? Do I did you? We were allies before. I fucked it up. She thought I was a friend, and I just needed an army. So basically, Gina was just an asshole. So I let her do whatever she wanted to until I took control of her man. Yeah, I love did. that Gabrielle always sticks around even though she just keeps revealing these horrible things about herself. Well, she's the kind of person who's who's like, okay, that was not that was not a good judgment call. Yes, you should have made better life choices. Um, but she she understands that people can change and this is not who Xena is now. Yeah. And you know, she can look past the trail of blood and atrocities to see who <laughs> Cena is and understand that she's trying to be a good person. I mean, she doesn't look impressed. But no, she's not like, I'm very happy. Yeah, but she always loves her. So. Yeah. This is the same boat. This is exactly the same boat. Tell her what you told me. Caesar has ordered that no ships land on these shores. You have until Since to when does Xena listen to Cecilia? When is she going to give any fucks about <laughs> Also, Mr. Eyepatch here uh, tries to hide his accent by sounding Scandinavian. <laughs> I think you need to check the wind up top because, like, it's blowing a fucking gale. <laughs> like, we can hear it over, over post, and that dude is not doing his lines correctly in post. Like, we can tell the wind is atrocious right now. <laughs> It is breezy. Yeah, it's brisk. There's a stiff breeze. <laughs> like that. Sh- look at that shit. That's like this fucking like hurricane force winds right here. <laughs> Maybe not that. They just strong, recycled the cl- this. Like, every scene she climbs the the rigging, they just like recycle that. Don't oh, they? Yeah. yeah. If I screech, I apologize because the cat is sitting directly behind us. Uh, he might bite my ass. We'll see. It's like it's a good possibility. It's like a 50-50 shot, right? Yeah, now. he's in that kind of mood. He's very cute, but he's in he's, demon. He's he's a fucko. I mean, Vancouver wants a cat. I can give you a good deal on one. He doesn't no. sing opera at three in the morning at never, all. Never, no. never, never. No. He's silent all the time. Oh yeah, he never ever makes noise. I see the mercenaries have gone. Yes, sir. Isn't yes, the same door. guy who's on the boat? Door. <laughs> Get the man now. I thought it was, was that this the dude who was on the boat, or did he have like generic? Yeah, but face? I think that's the point. Because he was telling them like "fuck off." And... Oh, okay. Oh my god! Oh, this is this chariot. is an entrance. I love it. Every time there's a chariot on the show, I'm so happy. Like it's such, <laughs> it's it's, it's so... like such big dick energy. Like it's every time. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's like next level drama. It's great. Like you just come thundering up the beach with your horses and your chariot, like so good. I feel like in this in this case of uh, angry Welsh queen versus six dudes with shields, uh, she's gonna win. Oh yeah. She's flying, literally. She's so. flying, and her boob armor is just as amazing. Stop saying Bodicea. Amazing as Zena. Zena pops up like, bitch, please. You have two of us to deal with now. She's like, girl, you stole my titty armor. So they play the theme song, so of course this is going to be like serious the big fight. times, yeah. Yeah, this is the big fight. They only do this during the very serious fights. The very fights. serious fights where no one is waiting to take their shot at Xena. You need to polish your sword. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh the shade. shade. Also, she's going to be at the convention. Yes, she is. I am 100% going to try and meet her. <laughs> like, I have limited money, so my photo op... We are the main one purchase, but like, I, even like an autograph. Yeah. I want to bring the poster and get them all to sign it. Can we get a second poster? Because this is a very nice poster. Okay, we'll get two posters and we'll get one signed and then we'll get the other one signed by everybody else. Yeah. I'm also enjoying the uh, the blue light they have over everything right now to, to indicate that this is a very serious and intense moment. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's like the Hudson filter on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I utilize sometimes because our bathroom lighting is very yellow. <laughs> oh, our bathroom lighting is terrible, yeah. <laughs> so they defeated the the guards and yeah. Gabriel's leading a group of people through the woods. Mostly, this is the guy in the kilt. What's his name? Craftstar. Craftstar. I was gonna say <laughs> Coltman. I was gonna say Cockstar. That's not a word. <laughs> Gabriel, why do you do this? Why are you like this? She's just. I mean, this time she kind of has Zena's a approval because all Xena's fixated on is Whoa. defeating Caesar, so okay, I'm she like, does. Fuck, she does, but... but she's also just blind to the fact that there are threats around. I know. Did, she, didn't, here's the thing, she didn't even look as she ran through the woods. It was just like, fucking move. And I'm like, you should probably look for fucking dudes and penis hats. <laughs> Dear sweet Gabrielle. <laughs> Your search for whatever truth is going to lead you down some weird paths, man. You're here because Caesar is here. Not true. I mean, she oh. called you out. Look, her face says she's been called out. Yeah. Zena's face right now is an Sorry. I've been seen face. <laughs> she's like, shit. <laughs> what if, I wonder if Boudicca's, like, that ex, or, like, that crush yeah. you had where it's like, oh, maybe we, you know, how this would have been if we, had, if we actually hooked up, but, you know, there's always that level of uncertainty, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> She came in with a young man. He was the leader of that temple. The Craster. Are you speaking of him? Yes. Yes, him and the girl. What happened? I, I don't know who the girl is. The Craster went to Gaul to find mercenaries. I, I was hoping he'd be with you. Do, do, do you know who Boudou could be? A Galway girl. <laughs> <laughs> Galway girl is a lovely Irish folk song. And I just made the worst joke of Chloe and made she didn't smack me. Gabrielle was never brought back here, and you know it. Yes, I was. See, this is this is functional boob armor. 
Yeah. It is really. It's, it is. It's yeah. not even just boob armor. It's like whole torso armor. Yeah. So yeah, it's like she's very not functional. gonna get a, a errant stab wound. Like that's that is good functional armor. Xena's is not as functional as Boudica. No, it's not terrible, but it's not as functional as. Boudica's. No, I mean she's not gonna get a titty cut off, but like she, could, like she can still get a shot in the ribs. Oh yeah. Oh, pinch. How long? How long does she have to live? How long? No, leave. Anyway, she's very upset because okay. Gabrielle is at risk, so... Yeah, now she's just gonna go full-on Hulk. They'll die. If they haven't already. No. Now Caesar will know that she's my friend. Yeah, he's a friend. Dick. Alive until he can figure out how he can use her God, he's a prick. Go get your girl. Go find your wife, man. I appreciate that the Gabrielle is like fighting the entire way in and it's just know. like fuck you, fuck you, go fuck yourself, fuck off, you fuck yourself, go fuck your mother. <laughs> I feel like Gabrielle and I in a situation would just be like, well, one of us is gonna get stabbed because we can't give a mouth shot. <laughs> she is very feisty. <laughs> Actually, like you and Gabrielle in a in a situation would end up with one of you being killed because neither of you would keep it together. Mm. One of you would go ballistic and start punching people. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this extra bitch with his gold fucking chair sitting in front of the fire oh, and his, like, fuck. multiple cod pieces. Oh, fuck off with your bowl cut. About what I said. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing on your fate. Oh, this, this is, this is Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> and how is Zeman? Also, he does not age. Like, he looks the same. No, he... he really looks pretty good now still. So. Oh, don't put your skirt Ew. in her face. Oh, that's gross. Oh, there's a lot. They have blurred that, didn't they? Oh, there's a lot of balls there, I'm sure. Like, yuck. I like how Gabrielle's trying to, like, backpedal and be like, yeah, my girl, she's got her face in your pussy at least four times a week. Like, she knows who you are. Okay, who's creepier, him or Aries? With the whole smarmy, creepy, crotch-in-your-face kind of thing. Second question, who smells worse? Aries <laughs> or Caesar? Because they're wearing the same the amount of I'm leather. Right you now, look like listening. you just smelled someone's armpit that had been farted in. <laughs> like that is, It's like if someone literally just like did a wet fart in an armpit and then shoved it in your face, that's what your face looks like. I feel like Caesar is actually worse, and that's well, saying yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ares is God. He just formed like that. Caesar became this. He's mortal. He made the choices to become this dickbag. The key to destroying Caesar is his belief in his destiny. Sounds like someone I once knew. Called out. Someone I trusted with my army. Called out again. And with my life. Take a drink every time Boudicca calls Zena out. <laughs> There's three right there if you're counting. I have no choice. You know, Reluctant you know allies. I mean, that's kind of my favorite kind of allyship. No. My favorite, no, my favorite tropes are like enemies to friends to lovers and like reluctant allies who hate each other, but also hate the enemy a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he's a dickbag like Caesar. <laughs> I had a farm once in Gaul. I went to the temple of the gods, made my offerings, I did everything right. And one day a warlord came. Okay, which part of Gaul? Are you talking about like Ireland? Like, we fuck shit up. <laughs> the Banshees and all of our little fey things. We just ruin things. 
See, this is the this is why I'm so like religion stupid. <laughs> I pray to these gods, and these are the ones uh, that didn't help me. But these guys who <laughs> believe these other gods ruined all my shit. Yeah, I know. He was wounded from some battle already, and I was filled with so much rage. And as I was standing, why are you talking so zen-like about all this? Because he's in a cult. Filled with so much rage. Yeah, that's, that's true. A cult. He's got the cult brain. He's got cult brain. <laughs> I had to walk past the Scientology building yesterday, and I was like, mm, not like that. No. Just the opposite. I couldn't kill him. Despite all my rage and hatred, I knew... I still just ran in the game. <laughs> well, it's gonna be a fucking sacrifice Stop. before this episode That's is fucking over. Know. Yes. Because you're a fucking god here. Yeah. Well, uh, Okay, first of all, the question about his weird arm gauntlet things. For someone who who's peace-loving and can't kill anybody, you're wearing some pretty brutal, like, <laughs> I'm gonna protect my wrist veins. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Maybe they're just fashion. God, it could be with that. I don't know that skirt and that that bracelet combo. I don't know, girl. <laughs> hmm, let's get you on gone queer eye and we'll fix this. <laughs> During the night, the barbarians gave up land they fought and died for. Zena's trying to draw me into a trap. If she's foolish enough to offer me the land, then I'm going to take it. Okay, you're Double kind of stupid. I would find it very difficult not to kick him in the dick this whole time. Square the monkey dick. <laughs> um, Caesar's big thing was divide and conquer. Yes, that was that was his thing. So he is so blinded by his own arrogance, he is not understanding that Xena is pulling that same shit on him. Like I'm gonna divide and conquer you, bitch. His own arrogance and hatred for Xena. Yeah. So many people on crosses in the show. This is a very... I'm having flashbacks to church. This is very Catholic. <laughs> this was like the positive imagery when I was going to church. This was like the happy imagery. Oh my god. <laughs> if there was ever any questions as to why I am the way I am, let's blame 80% of it on the Catholic upbringing. <laughs> no... There it is. Uh, <laughs> I like how she full on carries him out of the ground. Just like, bam, out of the literally ground. comes out of the ground. Like the hand and carry. <laughs> it's fantastic. And here come a bunch of gingers <laughs> wearing kilts. <laughs> it's like, couldn't you come out of the ground like before or like help? No, her no, before? she had to make an entrance. No, <laughs> oh, she had to make an entrance. Had to and be super dramatic. <laughs> yes, like the literal second before she's about to get the hammer through the wrist. I mean, yeah, but she, here, yeah, she couldn't let Gabrielle see her too early. Because Gabrielle's face would betray that immediately. Oh, my wife's here. Thank you, babe. Glad She's to see you. She's still up there. She's, She's like still on the cross. Yeah. Get off the cross. We need the wood. Uh, oh, man. Ooh. This kind of hesitancy to kill this guy who she knows is in Caesar's back pocket. Um, I think it's, it's a little bit indica- indicative of, of her growth as a person where she yeah. was just like... <laughs> See? Um, but no, she didn't kill that guy. No, she definitely could have. <laughs> Do you trust me <laughs> better? <laughs> she fucking well better trust me. She just throws the knife and like catches her as she falls down. Yeah. 
I love Caesar's like javelin throw and Xena's Shockroom. It's like, bitch, really? You're gonna try and pull this shit? Come Shockroom's on, gonna win every time, yeah. bitch. And then stab him in the hand. What did this hit off? Oh, the, the shield. Oh, that's a good face. Yeah. Yeah, so Caesar's got a, a thing in his hand and he looks very annoyed. This bowl cut. <laughs> All the drama of the banner ripping. I love it. Ooh. The dual boob armor and the ripping and the screaming is great. So many good faces. I'm distracted. <laughs> I want every legion in this country here by tomorrow. I think you can actually probably just full on say he is just true misogynist. Oh yeah. 100% hates women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My Again. god, that little like lip curl she just did was oh, so know. good. <laughs> yeah. I like how she's just like, babe, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> you were captured sorry, again. I thought you wanted to be captured by Caesar. No, you're just you an idiot. Caesar? Yeah, I did. Um, we have this aura about him. It's the same thing that draws him off to a flame. And it's the same thing as a cult leader. Just find out, Gabrielle. I love Gabrielle, but I'm just like. <sighs> Come on! I know. Seriously, I honestly. Okay, full disclosure, had a huge crush on Renee as a child. Um, and loved Gabrielle with every ounce of my being. As much as I love Xena. But for so many episodes, I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you like this? Only this time, where are the conquerors? What if he doesn't attack? He will. Trust me. We're going to take these hills, starting with this one. I like bossy Zena. (laughs) I was looking at you, and I could just see the drool kind of forming. I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to watch you for a second. And then, like, your eyes kind of glazed over, and you're like, yes. How did I ever think I was heterosexual, babe? I I really did. Everybody told me you had a boyfriend, and I was like, that's not going to last. That's cute. Yeah, that was when I thought I was bisexual. Which was equally as hilarious. I was like, you might be, but like, you, you're you definitely not going to ever kiss this guy, but that's fine. <laughs> I absolutely did not. <laughs> you did not. No. <laughs> I would just look in the other direction where he tried to kiss me, which I'm sure was great for his ego. Yeah. <laughs> Self-confidence. <laughs> so they're uh, they're attacking the, the little phalanx. It's a, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good setup of defense like put a bunch of guys in front and then build like a little roof um, but you definitely left a xena sized hole in the roof <laughs> which led to this where did she get this fucking chariot like did she just like ride around in this thing all the time and they just like kind of cart it through like rough terrain man i want a chariot well, i feel like we're gonna end up with scooters at some point because we're both kind of gimpy <laughs> it's not a chariot well, I don't want a scooter. I'll decorate it to look like a chariot. <laughs> I'll, I'll tape some feathers to it. It'll, it'll look like a chariot. <laughs> Paste some runes to it or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll draw some like fake Greek runes on it, and then uh, I'll tape some feathers to it, and uh, I'll, I'll make you a shocker with a cardboard. <laughs> and it'll be your chariot. <laughs> I can throw the fake chakra when people are in my way. We should put a, a string on it though, so you can like fling it and then get it back. Get it yeah. Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm actually very curious. Like, where? How did she get this? Because look at those hills. Like, those are very steep hills. Gravity is gonna work against you with horses and that big fucking weight. Where does horse come from? Why does she have Argo? Because uh, it's Argo. Argo disappears. Like Argo's like the familiar. It disappears when when, when needed. I've already sent out the order. 
I think that Aerie's standing there just like swinging a sword around is essentially just him like waving his dick around. Basically. <laughs> He's standing there just like swinging it like, yeah, what's up, girl? Like, he was definitely just showing off there, though. Oh my god, all he yes. Was doing. That's, that's all that was. No place for one guy in our world. This is the world that we created! Do you have proof of that? Really? Do you have, like, definitive proof? There you go. Yeah, you know, the Titans were kind of there before you. You're just afraid that history will repeat itself. Whatever you might think about us, Sina. There's a there's a culty thing to say. <laughs> I can see where I mean he's right here. I mean he's right. Yes, he's right. But here's the thing. He is he is right. We know the Dayhawk is is evil and terrible and this fucks everything up. But I mean he is speaking a bit like a cult leader. Also, Gabrielle, you're walking into a place and everybody's wearing cloaks and hoods. You should be concerned. I'm like, that's... <laughs> nothing normal is going to happen about this. Like, this is... The sign number one. Fuck, there's... Oh, God. Take a drink every time Gabrielle does not realize she's falling into a cult again. <laughs> but Aries Ari saying, you know, his fear, the Xena interprets his fear... You know, he, what he's saying is you could you could interpret that as as a, a culty thing to say. The one. The world that is his. Is this like the Umbrella Academy number one? The days of old are gone, and the new is before us. Okay, when they're all looking like snakes and they're wearing cloaks, like this is some Death Eater kind of shit, man. Like you shouldn't. But first, the door must be opened. The oh, see, if there's a, if there's a blood opening. If there's a blood door opening, you gotta you gotta not. Like, like, fuck, at this point, run the fuck At this point, away. I'm just like, nope, this sounds weird, and I'm not into it. Mind you, I did spend a lot of years in Catholic Church drinking the blood of Christ, and I was just like, I don't like this either. <laughs> so it's a doomsday cult. Oh, okay. How does this sound appealing to any of the followers? I have no idea. That's End of the world, but also a thousand year winter? Uh, nothing about that sounds fun. Oh, chanting. Evil chanting. <laughs> evil chanting and a knife in a coffin. Gabrielle, like, really? No. G- why are you. St- nothing, nothing good is going to come from this. Oh, now she's going to make it worse. Oh, yeah. But I mean, she fucking straight up tricked her. Yeah, I mean, she's going to make it worse, but it was a full-on scam. This fucking killed me when I first watched it. This literally destroyed me as a child. Because Gabrielle stabbed somebody. Gabrielle, who has been, like, super non-violent and peaceful and let's use words as weapons and use a stick because it's not going to actually kill somebody legit full on stab someone and the way Renee plays this and the angles holy shit I cried like a bitch yeah she looks fucking devastated she plays it so well she's just like oh fuck and I mean she says everything's changed to Xena after and Xena said to her that everything changes when you kill your first person so thank you Gabriella you were going to help bring Dayhawk into this world. Oh, go fuck yourself, you shit. He needed a sacrifice. Oof. Ah. one of flesh and blood. Oh, I'm gonna throw my bear at this guy and his stupid hair. Innocence of evil. 
And you just gave it to him. It's extra fucked that she has this, this innocence and that they fucking tricked her no like more. this. Yeah. I think this is what actually makes it extra shitty. This makes it extra shitty because she was so trusting and because she is still looking for that that truth and that thing. But this is this is he looks so smug. I look. But this is this is the cult thing. Like they they get those people that are easily influenced and it's true susceptible, and it's just like you can look at this as a cautionary tale. But it's like, uh, but yeah, I remember watching this and just <laughs> being thoroughly gutted. Caesar still has to divide up his army to attack the hills. Hold your cavalry until he tries to recall. I'm going after Caesar. Zena's <laughs> got like the bloodlust going on here. I can see that. I can't forgive you, but I can thank you for what you're doing now. I ship it. <laughs> I love key ship it. <laughs> the, the, the warrior handshake. I can't ship anybody but Zena. Yeah, it's, real, it's so. a low key. Yeah. It's a low key. Yeah. So there are some creepy ass Zool clouds over the temple. I don't know, but it's centered over the temple. Let's work, Gabrielle. <laughs> Suddenly, plans changed. Yeah. <laughs> Zena's like, oh fuck. <laughs> the fear on her face when she thinks that it's Gabrielle on the on the slab. Oh my god. Let's see what's on the oh, slab. Oh, and then when she sees Gabrielle crawling, she's so sad. Oh my god, this, oh, this ruined look. me. Oh, oh my god. Crying right in those boobs. <laughs> Gabrielle, who did this? Me. I did. Oh, that was so brutal. Zena's face is I just like, you her. did what? Oh, I I'm gonna cry. No, it's too much. <laughs> I mean, she we're gonna me. start with the crying episodes at some point. So. <laughs> and she says, Gabrielle, you couldn't. She can't believe it. The, the, the faith they have in each other is insane. Accidentally. Just no, <laughs> every excuse in the book, Chloe's literally gonna I'm start crying. Sorry. No, I'm like literally crying. This is so sad. The absolute full-on faith they have, though. Like, Zena's like, you couldn't have done this. And Gabrielle's like, you're the only one who will accept me after this. Go. Ah! Fuck this guy. Fall off a cliff, craft star. Like, I I love how she's like ready to throw down, though. I know. No, she's not. Get away from me. Go fuck off with your day hawk bullshit. The dark force sweep Why do you want the dark force to sweep the world? Listen, it sounds like it's going to be a very cold, terrible, horrible existence. Like, this is not a fun thing. I mean, whatever you think of the Greek gods, this doesn't sound better. You know, I'm happy to have, like, Aphrodite go on a bender and, like, make people, like, fall in love with trees. <laughs> this dude who's, like, eternal winter is great. No! No, it's not. It's not fun. Look inside yourself. You brought her here. Why did you come? To defeat Caesar. Your hatred. Well, okay, yeah, Caesar needs to be defeated, though. That's the Day thing. Hawk He's terrible. Rage. Why do you stand him so much? Gross. Have you met an uh, evangelical Christian? Yeah. <laughs> Have you met your family? Sure. Just, <laughs> like, fucking cut off his head. Fuck him. 
I love a good love a good fake Latin chant. I'm into that. Just to be clear about the Xena School of Fighting, where he does a flip off of yeah, off of the slab. Why can't we do these flips? <laughs> ah, maybe I think it's the cult thing. It's cult power. You know, Moon Prison Power, Dayhawk Cult Power. I don't know. I don't know. He just swings a fire thing around instead yeah. of like a moon wand. I forgot how incredibly dramatic this is. I feel like they didn't need to go this hard with the dramatics. Like. But Dayhawk will triumph here, and he will triumph everywhere. Why is this? He's trying to be like a 1930s vampire character. He's a triumph. <laughs> I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> there is no Dana, only Zul. <laughs> and what a lovely singing voice you must have. Now, Sina, you have to go. It's Dayhawk's will! So, no. but, so is this guy, does, was he always this little dude with the horns, or is this Dayhawk, or is this like a, a added bonus? Where he's got the, the Hella headdress? Like, what? I really don't. Okay. Well, he's not saying, a fan of the fire rape, but anyway. No. Him into the I, I don't think it's Dayhawk, because he's uh, speaking about Dayhawk in the third person. But we all know that gods are extra, so... Yeah, I still don't think it is, though. I just don't get that sense, but I could be wrong. Anyway, the big takeaway from this whole thing is that Xena literally abandoned her quest to kill Caesar to go save Gabrielle, and now she is fighting a dude who looks like a cosplay reject from the saddest convention ever. Um, well, think about when against an army. She will try to put Gabrielle yeah. first every time. Oh, yeah. Well, that answer is one. <laughs> you can get hurt. I love that line. It's so good. I still remember that line. A gross amount of years later. <laughs> I feel like that would be an insult if you were in a cult. <laughs> to me, it just sounds hilarious. What, what is a toady? Like a minion, I guess? A mere mortal I'm not sure. Problem. I thought your god was all powerful or something. You can't talk of the great Dayhawk. Yes, like she can. That. She just did. Greater than what? All I've seen is a lame attempt at a religion and some fancy fire. I mean, that's essentially what Catholicism is, so I'm, <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> we got a lot of incense and chanting and drama, <laughs> and a lot of candles. <laughs> Don't send me hate mail. I grew up Catholic. I hated it, and I had to leave. So <laughs> I'm allowed to make these jokes. Oh. Okay, she was just ready to launch herself into a pit of fire. That is not a physical thing you can do. Ready to launch herself into a pit of fire to save Gabrielle. Oh, my babies. 100% was just like fuck Caesar. He's on the zone now. Buka, handle it. I'm going to save my wife. So here's here's my here's my oh I said this is when the tonal shift happens. It went from you know kind of funny kind of slapstick you know minor story arcs to this which is like Xena full on showing her love for Gabrielle by just giving up on her quest for Caesar's death. Yep, that to come is in here, fucking big. That is huge to come into this flaming pit to jump almost into the flaming pit together. 
um, and still just be like, yeah, you. this is not something you ever wanted to do or, or were prepared to do, but I am still going to sit here and hug you in the ruins. Everything's changed. Everything's changed. Everything's changed. And this is it, yeah. Everything from here on out, the series has a different feel. Mm-hmm. It's still going to have the comedy, it's still going to have the, the goofiness, like the stupid musicals. But this is when everything does get different. Oh my god, the fucking Stonehenge thing. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I forgot this is where Stone. So Zena helped create Stonehenge. Cool. Yeah. Alright. It's the worst CGI oh, it's ever. Terrible. Ah, I think Poseidon's still the worst CGI. Wait, it's pretty close. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Oh, I have a lot of feelings right god. now. Honestly, they have not gone away. Like, watching this now, and I still get emotional at the same things. I still get pissed off at the same things. I'm still just like, Gabrielle, why are you like this at the same points? Like we literally have a podcast about this very silly, but yet very, you know, yeah. <laughs> immense show, so, Yeah. But, uh... We're literally flying to Los Angeles with money we don't have to... I mean, we'll have it at the time. Mission. We didn't buy the yeah. flights yet. No. Once we're done with our New York trip, we'll start saving for that. Um... So yes, everything's changed. Everything's changed. And I don't love... I didn't love this arc when I first watched it. But having gone back and watched it, you know, several times later, I I appreciated it for what it is. And I still appreciate it for what it is. Like, it, it was hard to watch, and I didn't like seeing my, my ship <laughs> be adrift, essentially. It's excruciating to yeah, watch. It's it's painful and I listen, I, I've I've sat through some really shitty <laughs> ships in my lifetime and some really sad endings to ships. Danvers. Um <laughs> but you know what? I this they they fight through it. And as mildly racist <laughs> as the Green Dragon stuff is, we're gonna get to that. Um the parallels of Gabrielle lying to Xena and then Xena lying to Gabrielle about the green dragon and, and that stuff. I mean, it's, it's a lot and it's, it's heavy, but it's emotional in a good way. And, you know, I think that it's overlooked as a, as a well-written show because it is Xena warrior princess. And it's a really, it's a really, really well-written show with the exception of a few episodes, which I, We'll talk about yeah. later. I mean, we, but... sk- we skip a bunch of episodes because we're just like, that's not worth it. But, but it's not even those episodes that I feel are... Later, well, later in the written. series. Maybe yeah. the main thing is I don't like that episode where Xena chakrams Gabrielle in the yeah. head because she would never do that. She would never that's do really that. Hilarious. That's super out of character. No. But I, 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 I think on my Carmilla blog, I just went off on a rant where I was like, it's totally fine to write angst in, in, a, in a ship if it is for a reason. Mm-hmm. It is totally fine to have, you know, a pairing break up or have strife if it's for a reason. And with Carmilla, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, but with Xena, it was 100% for the growth and strength of them as a couple. And this is why I'm always like, I compare everything to this. May It may not have been main text. We were still very much dealing with subtext in <coughs> 1997. I, I mean, kind of, but... It was so uh, subtext, it was main text. It was basically main text in the end. Like, yeah. 
But I mean, uh, even right now, even right now, where Xena was like, she like I said, she literally gave up on her on her goal of killing Caesar to go save Gabrielle. That's to me. I'm like, well, that's that's so subtextual. It's main text. Like this is canon. They're in love. That's basically the biggest sacrifice she could have made because yeah, Caesar is her biggest nemesis. He's, Besides Ares, yeah. Even more than Ares, I would say. With Caesar, it's very deep and very personal. And he really fucked with her life. He gets under his skin in a way. Like, Ares with her, it's just like, it's... He's like a fly in the ointment with Caesar. It's just like, you are the scorpion who will not stop fucking stinging me. Mm -hmm. And I can't die, but you're still stinging me. And I'm really annoyed. (laughs) So, yeah, the fact that she gave up on that to go save Gabrielle... I was like, well, this is fucking canon. They are in love, and this is amazing. And I remember, like, talking with my friend about this in high school. Like, we were just like, oh, this is so sad, and oh, it sucks, and I hate it, nah. But at the end of the day, we were like, but they're they're better for it. Like, it sucks to watch, and it's painful to watch, but I'm still drawn in, and I'm still into it, and I still love it. And at the end of the day, like... They lasted the entire series together, and by the end of it, it was just like, you may as well be like scissoring on screen. Like, let's be real. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, Joss Whedon should have taken it out from Xena, and I feel like Jordan should have taken it out from Xena, and Our Space on the 100 should have taken it out from Xena. Go ahead and do the strife. Go ahead and do the angst. It's fine. You need You need some level of conflict from an external source to build the strength, but don't do it for the sake of drama and don't fucking kill anybody for the sake of drama. Yeah, I mean, they, Zena does get killed at the end. This is what we're going to That's going to be... Here's the thing. I feel like when we do the finale, it's going to be like part one and part two. <laughs> like well, it per is episode. part... <laughs> no, it's going to be like part one of like the first episode and then part two and then the second episode will be part one and part two because we're going to have things to fucking say. <laughs> And I am actually not someone who entirely hates those episodes. I think they're actually pretty good episodes. I just don't think Xena should have died ultimately. But we'll get into we'll that get into all that later. It's, it's but just I feel record. like we're not in the minority saying that. Just for the record, I don't I don't pretend it doesn't exist like some fans. But you know, no. I mean, I like to pretend it doesn't. I mean, I definitely have said the Buffy ended of season five. Yeah. Because everything else was shit. <laughs> and Joss Whedon is a beautiful asshole. Anyway. Um, but with Xena, I'm like, I don't love how it ended, but I can't deny that the last two episodes were, like, watchable. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were good. It's just, I I just... Um... Here's the thing. I didn't get up from my TV and have to go for a walk and have a cigarette and just swear at somebody because I was so pissed, like I did in season six of Buffy. With this, I was like, well, I didn't want any of this. This is... Uh, okay, well, alright. Gabrielle's alive, at least, and Xena's still with her in some capacity. Huh, okay. But, anyway, speaking of Buffy, um, we are planning to do a series of one-off episodes on what we are calling our Strong Female Character Series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which may give you a hint if you listen to Pop This Podcast. Our guest next week is the lovely and talented and critically acclaimed author and CBC journalist Andrea Warner. She is the co-host of Pop This Podcast with Lisa Christensen. Uh, she is delightful, brilliant, and has the best cackle of anybody I've met. We're extremely excited to welcome her onto this 
fun little podcast <laughs> that we have. So Pop This, uh, it's a feminist pop culture podcast, and they have merchandise that is, that is branded a strong female character. Um, and that has inspired us to kind of branch out and do little, like, one-off episodes of strong female characters. And uh, we'll still be a Xeno podcast, but we'll just, you know... There'll be, like, little mini-sodes popping up here and there. Yeah. Like if we if we don't have the time to do a full hour and a half long Xena podcast, we'll do a quick and dirty one about like Alex Danvers because listen, I have things to fucking say about Alex Danvers. Yes, you do always. <laughs> like Louise Belcher and Dana Scully, and Willa Rosenberg and Faith and yeah. Um, so taking the lead from Poppus, we're gonna do a, a good series of one offs about um, strong female characters. When we get to that point, we'll let you know, and then you can tell your friends if they are. X-File stands like to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we've talked enough about um, everything and cults and me ranking on Catholics. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, Andrea is coming over on Friday to do an episode with us. We're going to have a lovely bottle of uh, Malbec and some cheese and crackers. Uh, and we will actually be watching Finns, Femmes, and Gems. Because why not? <laughs> I mean, we don't want to do anything super heavy within the arc with somebody who's not familiar with the series, so... All right. Uh, so you can find us on social media, uh, WBB underscore podcast for Twitter and Instagram. Uh, t- tweet us commentary. Tweet us questions. Go ahead. We're always into it. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We are now on Himalaya, apparently. I found that out today. <laughs> I looked for us. I was like, oh, we're on there. That's cool. Um, and we actually have a little uh, donation button. Because um, maybe you don't know this, but it costs money to keep this thing going. Like we gotta pay for episode hosting and website stuff. So we're just like, mm, if you want to drop us a couple of dinars, not not gonna be mad about yeah. that. But don't feel like you have to. No, but I I do also spend hours um, actually getting the episode ready for posting. So yeah, we, we put we, we, we put re- about, we put I think about like five hours a week each into this thing. We really care about it actually. So yeah. just if you wanted to, if you wanted to throw us a couple of dinars on our our coffee account that's on our Tumblr, or uh, if you want to drop us some some dinars on the the Himalaya, I mean it's basically you're just gonna get like more content from us because I don't spend as much time like scraping out money from my sock drawer to like <laughs> pay for shit mm-hmm. um, if you want to email us we always love email and like if you want to send us an email that we can read on the podcast about anything or like send us your what was your gateway f- strong female character yeah we would love to hear from you yeah who was your because clearly Xena is ours who was your gateway strong female character or your gateway into like queer feminist pop culture even if you just want to tell us that Xena was yours and you want to tell us why that would be great yeah if you just want to send us an email that literally says I love Xena thank you then we'll, we'll read that on the air <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you want to send podcast uh, accolades please do because he's sitting in my lap right now He's uh, been very cuddly this whole evening. He's just been on my lap or behind us. or Yeah. He's been around. They, they can hear him at some point. Yeah. Um, always thank you to Grace, Big Mama Lama 5, for our logo and our shirts and stickers and everything. I think you might actually throw pillows <laughs> on her red bubble. Whatever you want to do with our logo, it's on Grace's uh, red bubble. So have fun. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Instagram, Twitter, yep, yep. Tumblr, email, Grace. Tumblr is Warriors, Warriors, Birds, and, and Brews. Brews. We don't use that as much because a lot of our stuff gets flagged as not safe for work. Which because is Tumblr re- is 
Horseshit. It's ridiculous, but... Um... Best place to get us is uh, Instagram, Twitter, email. Twitter first, because I have it on my phone, and I will use any excuse to look at my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.